Hey everybody, how you doing? JT again, and you're tuned into Spiritual Breath. First of all, I want to thank everybody for coming by today and just sitting with me for a few minutes as I share a few seconds of word with you, encouraging you to continue on doing what you're doing. I know it's challenging out there right now, and some of you don't know which is the right direction to make, but I remember this little clip of a song. Uh, this, 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 it was kind of funny. They just said, try Jesus. I, I just want to encourage someone to try him, even now when it seems like all hope is gone and things are, are problematic on both sides of your life. I mean, it's, it's, it's a trying time for all of us, but we should be thankful during a time such as this that we have a God that is still holding our hand and letting us know that he loves us, uh, bringing us close to him, telling us how good and how great we are and how much he loves us. You may not hear it like the way that I'm saying it now, but just take this as an echoing note in the back of your mind that God is saying the words that I just shared with you to tell you how pleased he is that you decided to stick with him and love him through the process. I'm proud of you, but for you all who are feeling like all hope is gone, let's have a few minutes to talk. Let's have a few seconds to get close. Let's have a few seconds to talk about some things. Yeah, here we are. When you get a chance, you can read the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, 1 through 10. And it talks about these individuals who they say all hope is gone. Meaning they have got to the place where they have complained enough, they have cried out enough, and they don't see any answers. And I know that has happened to all of us in some time or some place in our life where we've wanted things to happen and just seem like it's not going in the right direction. And you're saying, I'm trying Jesus, but it doesn't seem like he's listening. It doesn't seem like he's answering my questions. It doesn't seem like he's even present. So I, re- I just fall back to my own understanding. I lean back to what I know works for me. Even though I have this desire to get connected and stay there with God, but it just seemed like right now, why should I do that? I mean, everything that's happened around me from problems from the left, problems to the right, things are just not lining up. And no matter how hard I try, it seems like I I keep on coming up a dime short or a penny too late. I'm saying to you, be encouraged. Keep walking. Keep going forward. As I go back to Ezekiel chapter 37, um, 1 through 10, when you read it, you will see that. Uh, Ezekiel started off and said that God put him in a dry place, a valley where, whoa, there were many people that were dry. I mean, what he's saying is I've been surrounded around people who are in a place of misery, a place where people don't know if they're coming or going. They don't know what the next step to do. But somehow, some way, they still believe there is a God that can do all things but fail. They still believe there's a possibility that changes can come if they can just link up right with God. So here this prophet sits in the midst of them, and God asked them one of the most important questions. He said, can they live again? And Ezekiel said to him, Lord, only you know. I mean, I'm saying to you, in a time such as this, that's a question that is running through the atmosphere. Can you live again? In other words, can you gain that strength back? Can you gain that understanding? Do you have the desire to give your all just one more push for your purpose, one more push to come free? Are you up for the challenge? I mean, we could go on with adding filters in there to ask the question, will you, could you, should you? But the thing is, you have to know that this is what you want. 
I mean, it's a bad time and a bad place when you're getting uh, to a place where all hope is gone. And sometimes it's because of life itself. Some of us have been through some horrific things in our life, and we don't have to fall back on it and make mention of it. But I know some of us have been at a breaking point, and it wasn't because we were bad people. It's just the curve of life. Let me tell you, life has no shame. It will tear down all of us. I believe it's its purpose to make sure that we have a difficult life uh, so we can appreciate the finer things of this world. But I, I, I don't have the answers why certain things happen to others and not to uh, 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 different ones. You know, like why did it have to happen to me when it could have done to someone else? Why did you choose me to go through this? And most of the time we sit back and say, God, if you love me so much, why would you allow this to happen to me? Why did I have to go through this? Why this? Why that? I don't have the answers and we don't have time to sit up here and try to wrestle with those possibilities because if I would try to explain that, then I may be misleading you because I'm not God and I don't know what led to this and I don't know why. But there are plenty of scriptures in the Bible that says that certain things happen because God will get the glory at the end. And some things happen just so you can build character. Some things happen to you so you can become strong. I'm here to tell you that no matter what you do, there will be a trial that's going to rise up, that's going to test your faith and connection with God. And here we are today. There is somebody under the sound of my voice now that is going through a difficult time in their life and they're asking some, where is God now? Where is the God that we taught that we serve? Where is the God that would, would make all things straight? Why is he not hearing my prayer? You can keep going on and be in this place or you can have a pick-me-up moment. So I'd rather encourage you to have a pick-me-up moment than to keep going through the negative that you've been going through for quite a while now. So I want to say again, when we was in Ezekiel, he asked the most important question, can they live again? And Ezekiel says, I don't know, you know, Lord, only you know. But I like the next part of that. I think it's in verse four, maybe three or four. I might be off one. But if you're reading Ezekiel 37 and King James 1 through 10, you'll see he'll say, well, say unto them. He tell them, prophesy to them and tell them, hear ye the word of the Lord. Um, I, I'm here to tell somebody a word of encouragement that God is speaking directly to you, letting you know that he's about to change some things in your life. I like the fact that if you start reading the next couple of verses, you hear how God began to work on the individual. He gives a, a picture of them putting the muscles and the, the veins and the skin back upon the bones that have dried up and prepare them to receive life. In other words, you're going through so much in your life right now that God is starting to work on you. God is starting to show you ways that he's going to fix you because you've got to the most humbling place where you feel that you're completely broken and the only thing you can do is get up. You've been laying on the ground long enough and the only opportunity you have is to put your arm and uh, hands down on the ground and push up from your position. And now I'm encouraging you that God is telling you that he's doing a new thing with you and he's strengthening you to get up from this current position. And you can see that he's starting to turn things in your favor. If we were use the pandemic that we're currently going through, you would see that God has allowed these things to pass over you. Other people have came up positive, but yet you're still negative. And if you were positive, you'd never had none of the symptoms. That's amazing to me because you can see that God is working on your on your behalf. Some of you didn't have jobs and now you're starting to find opportunities for jobs. It's a sad thing that many people have passed on this time, but it's been a beneficial thing and some 
some things because jobs that maybe were not been open are now open for people that have been seeking. I'm not saying that God's will was for all those people to perish so that you can get a job. But what I do believe is God had things orchestrated for a time such as this where you can benefit from some of the changes that occurred in this world. I'm not looking at the negative things, but I'm here to tell you that God has to move some things in order for others to be blessed. So just think this. You've been going through so long wondering what if God heard you or God could make a minister to you. Look at what he's doing. You, Some of you all have been lonely for years, been without another, and now you're starting to find new friendship, finding other people that companionship. You, you were not able to pray and, and hear from God, and now you're starting to see things start lining up from prayers that you sent up weeks ago, months ago, and maybe years ago. Everything is starting to line up. Yeah, it may look negative, but if you stand in there long enough, you'll see that there are some positive things happening. And we go on with verse uh, chapter 37, probably now to uh, the 7th and 8th. You'll hear another prophecy where God begins to speak life into him. And he tells the prophet, he says, speak, uh, uh, command the four winds to uh, blow and to breathe uh, air or bring life into these people. In other words, this is the new start. God is telling things are about to line up in your life if you just continue to believe now and trust back in him like you said you did and said you would. You will start seeing that he's starting a new thing in you. He's beginning to give you the strength to keep pushing on. And with that new strength, you got to learn that you need to step a little further and closer to God, that you can stand and believe in him to be who he said he is, not leaning to your own understanding, but trusting in him. So with that being said, if you believe that God is doing a new thing in you, then you need to embrace that and accept that and go forth in those thoughts and those things that you're seeing that are promising, that are lining up and learn to uh, get even closer to him. Surround yourself around people that are positive. Stop being around people that are negative. Look for things to happen that wouldn't have happened. Look at how they happen and give God the glory for that. And if you can't find anyone or any place to be, maybe it's because you need you don't have a church home at this time. Maybe you're not fellowshipping with people because you can't find them. I want to encourage you to look for those people, Zooms and, and conference calls and even podcasts such like this. People are tuning in and trying to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I'm here to tell you, if you don't have anything else to do, you can always email, email me at ApostleJTJohnson at gmail.com. And I'll personally give you my Zoom line where on Sundays and Wednesdays and Mondays I have teaching sessions where you can tune in and I can encourage you until you find a church home or find a place that you could be ministered to. I, I don't say that everything I say may be co, uh, co, uh, for you to embrace, but it's something that may encourage you. I'm more of an encourager than anything else because I believe that we need to know why we serve the God that we serve and, and to get the scriptures to help us to sustain ourselves during these tough times in our life, teach you how to read the Bible, study the Bible, and apply the Bible because the Bible to me is a living uh, navigation system that has plenty of words that encourage me as I go forth throughout the day. I would love to take the opportunity to teach you more of the gospel in, in a personal platform that you can ask those questions and hopefully I can get the answer that's needed to sustain your, your will and your desire to keep pushing forth with God. So I, I, again, if you want to know more, or you like to learn and you're in between churches or you have a church home, it doesn't matter if you just need some encouragement or there's some questions you would like to ask about your spiritual walk, send me an email at ApostleJTJohnson at gmail.com and I'll be more than happy to talk to you and until you feel comfortable. With that being said, 
This is spiritual breath, you all. Pass this message on to somebody else. Let them know about the good news that you get. And the question is to ask yourself, am I, have I lost hope? And if you have, what am I doing about it? If you can't answer that, tune in the next one. Maybe I have that message for you. Or hit me up in that email and we'll see what we can do together to help you to understand your position and hopefully give you what you need to move forward in God. Spiritual breath. Tune in again. JT.